Welcome back, Bucket Busters. I'm your host, Tim Johnson, and this is the Busted Bucket Podcast. Locally grown here in Portland, Oregon, the city of roses, city of bridges, stump town, PDX. This is a show dedicated to Rip City and everyone who loves Portland basketball. Joining me is my co-host, the Bay Area Blazer, Rosa Panta. Look good, feel good, pod good, let's get it. Let's get it indeed, my man. Hey, why don't we start off? Look, we haven't we haven't done a recap show in a minute. It's been a long time, man. Yeah. And actually, we didn't even have you on the last episode. I know, but I'm back. Just like Cam Newton, I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to try to really imitate that voice cuz it was <laughs> you something else, man. It was something else. <laughs> well, hey, man, I just want to start off. Let's just do a quick quick dive into the loss to the Nuggets. Ooh. Blazers lose that one 95 to 124. Now, let's preface this by re- reminding people that Dame sat out with an abdominal injury. Yeah. Now, that hurt because CJ had to put the team on his shoulders. Unfortunately, it just wasn't enough. He had 21 points. Uh, he shot well. I mean, 41% from the field, 50% from three. It wasn't terrible. Um, the problem is, I think Nurk just had a bad game, man. Yeah, Nurk had a terrible game, and usually he tries to step it up, especially against the Nuggets, especially against the Joker, but it just was not rolling for him. Just Damian Lillard being out really affected the team, and obviously, he's our superstar, our main superstar, so it's kind of a given, right? I mean, are you saying it was a given that we were going to lose? I'm saying that it was a given that Nurk might have a terrible game because he doesn't have that that person to rely on like a dame to help mm-hmm. relieve some of the pressure i mean basically those guys could just sort of hone in on one dude which is cj the main guy and everyone just sort of scrambles after that i mean he was the mvp for a reason right yeah and i'll tell you what the mvp showed uh, exactly who he was to nurk and the rest of the team he put up 28 9 and 9 stat line bro yeah almost a triple double unbelievable that guy is so ridiculous but really the the real reason i want to talk about this game is because there was a guy look man i'm not even gonna front i did not i was not able to watch the entirety of that game but when i look up Uh the box score there's a dude on the nuggets named bones highland what but what Yo, someone named their kid Bones Highland? Bone, I, are Yo, you making this up, man? Is this a creative player I swear, on I NBA swear 2K? On, I swear to you, there is <laughs> there was a guy named Bones Highland on the stat. Look it up, man. Give me his Wikipedia or something. Like I didn't even I didn't even mess around with it whatsoever. Bones High Bones. Bones. Like is it are, Hi- like Bones Highland? Okay, no. okay. So Nashawn is actually his real name. Nashawn Highland from VCU Rams drafted the 26th overall in the 2021 draft. I had I have no idea who this guy is. I'm sorry, Bones. Okay. Our so apologies. He's a, he's a rook. He's a rook then. He's a rook. Okay, that makes sense. Well, the rook showed out a little bit in this game because he had 18 <laughs> points and shot above well shot 50% or better from the field. I mean, 50% from three, 55 from from the floor. I, 
unreal, man. Like who who was guarding this guy? I'm, I feel like I feel like they were taken aback by his name, Bones. Like his parents must have been like Star Trek fans or something. That's a pretty intimidating name, actually. Maybe they're intimidated by the name Bones. I mean, just like Bones Jones. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> but we digress. We do digress. Look, uh, Blazers lost that one, but you know what? Coming off that loss, they came out against the Blazers. Up against the Blazers, they the came Raptors. out against the Raptors. Dame returns to the lineup. Uh, Van Vliet returns as well for the Raps. Uh, it was a good game, uh, but the Blazers end up pulling it out 118 to 113. Tell me what you saw in that game. Well, like you said, Dame Lillard returned, and he isn't quite to form, but if anyone ever doubted whether or not this abdominal strain was really bothering him, he really did need that one game off because mm -hmm. this man ended up shooting... Let's see, 47.6%, 50% from the three-point. And what I saw from this game was the Blazers forming their identity. I mean, it was such an interesting game because I know we're probably going to get to this later, but Roko and Nurkic, this was the first time they weren't part of that closing lineup. What did you think of that? You know, it's funny because I noticed that Nurk was out for a while. I didn't realize until like halfway maybe even more than halfway through the fourth quarter that nurk had not come back in yeah i was like wait wait a second hold up so i think the conversation kind of starts here like did chauncey sort of find the secret sauce to this you know, closing lineup look you know what um i actually don't have Nurk's stats in front of me for that game but i'm i'm curious if it's because nurk wasn't really stringing together some some good performances and maybe Chauncey realized this and decided you know what let's grab somebody else and Larry Nance man 15 and 5 a hundred percent from the floor <laughs> are you kidding me I'm we're falling in love with, with Larry Nance here <laughs> like absolutely um I know I know we're gonna get to this Bulls game as well we're gonna probably talk a lot about him there too but Larry Nance, just from an energy standpoint, from a versatility standpoint, he just seems to be that missing piece as far as when you want to close team out, when you want to be switchable, when you want to have high energy. Oh, yeah. And you don't lose, actually, a lot of stuff switching Larry Nance and Nurk. Nurk actually had a relatively decent game against, um, against the Raptors. Let's see here. He had five points. 14 rebounds his percentage was actually 50 percent maybe he just couldn't find his shot i mean that's possible um i mean you gotta love the 14 rebounds though and like you know for me when i'm thinking about the big guys like that's especially on this team when you run with three smaller guards like you need you need the big guys to rebound right you need those yeah. guys to get you those second chance points and you know i guess he did some good things for us. I mean, I, I wouldn't necessarily call that a great game for Nurk. Um, you know, because with his skill set, like, you would expect him to score at least, like, 10 points, right? 10 to 15 a night. You Absolutely. Um, but, you know, I I got to go back to Larry Nance, man. I mean, I know, I know I'm just feeling on Larry right now because of the game we just watched. <laughs> but, man, how could you not love this guy? He's just there doing the dirty work. He's doing whatever it takes to win. And, you know, I, 
I feel like you had mentioned it on the show maybe a few episodes ago. I don't know. Maybe many episodes ago. I think it was before the season started. But you had said something along the lines, uh, maybe pertaining to uh, Larry Nance Jr. giving Nurk a run for his money for the starting five position. Yeah, I'm. You know, I'm. I'm. I don't think I'm quite right. I think Nurk probably will finish out the year at the starting five role. But the more important part is that Larry Nance is gonna be that center position for the closing unit I think for the foreseeable future especially if this team keeps beating other good teams yeah I yeah, think I mean I think the Chauncey found terrible. the secret sauce here I mean it's it's possible it's possible look man what I like seeing with this team right now is the energy on defense especially when you have Larry Nance in especially when you have Nasir Little in I love what I'm seeing from Dame I told you guys the very first game, I could see it in Dame. He's already better defensively. I'm telling you, I, without looking up advanced stats or anything, just the eyeball test, man. He's more locked in on defense than he ever has been his entire career. If you want to talk about like being surprised being locked in on defense, CJ has actually made quite the leap too. And he had he has. a highlight reel block late in this game against the Raptors like in the lane we put a tweet out earlier talking about how CJ had a block in this Raptors game with the Bulls game that we'll talk about Dame had a nice block in the lane so it's really good to see that these players are starting to buy into the defensive rotations even Mm -hmm. if things start to break down you know that they know where to be at the right time yeah, and it's 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 obvious they're buying in, man. And and it, you know, when you have your your two superstars, or I don't know if you want to call Dame a, or uh, CJ a superstar or not, but I mean, when you have your two stars buying in on defense, the rest of the team's gonna follow suit. And yeah. I think that's evident with the last two games that we've seen. Um, you know, we didn't we didn't talk about, or I don't think we talked about CJ's stat line for the Raptors game yet. But he ended up with 29 and 6. He shot 61% from the field, 54.5% from three point. Like, dude, Dame was putting it down. Or not Dame. I, see, I, I'm just I'm in love with Dame right now, man. <laughs> CJ. <laughs> CJ dude, was scoring, putting it down. Scoring since he came out the womb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, did you see the uh that that clip of him and uh Gary Trent Jr. though? No. Did you see the clip where uh, Oh maybe uh, I did. CJ, I did. CJ was giving him the business. Is yeah, he like out and everything. stuck his tongue out of him. Yeah, I saw that. I like it, dude. I dude, like that. I just love the intensity. The intensity yes. is there. And that's something that we were missing the first part of this season. You know, when the, the first few games, it was like they were just kind of out of sorts, man. It, you didn't know if they actually wanted to play ball. Um, they weren't locked in either offensively or defensively. And it's just nice to see the team really starting to put it together, finally. Yeah, and the thing that I'm really sort of impressed by is that usually, like, in in the Terry Stotts era, okay, Mm -hmm. late game, we would rely on Dame Time to kind of Mm -hmm. bail us out. And, you know, Dame Time hasn't quite been the same Dame Time that we're used to, Mm -hmm. but 
the defense, the defense late in games has been stepping up huge. So we're finding yeah. different ways to win. And you have to think if you're a Blazer fan, you're you're just waiting for Dame time to happen. But this defense is now going to be complemented with it. And that might be a perfect storm to kind of climb the seating in the playoffs. So I, mm-hmm. I, there's a lot of good things to look forward to. You, you got to love it. And especially because the way the team is starting to look now, the way it's shaping up, you're not going to have to rely on Dame time in the clutch. Right. You're not going to have to. It'll be there. You know, Dame, yeah. Dame is not going to have a shooting slump for long. You know, it's not going to last all season. It's just, It just won't. He's I mean, that we, good of a player. We said it with Travis, right? Travis Demers. Mm-hmm. Like, we were talking about Dame Lillard, and we were like, I think we speak for all of us, which is, we're not worried. No. We're not worried about Dame. No. And, and you shouldn't. You shouldn't. The guy has a ridiculous talent. He's a ridiculous hooper. Uh, he's he's going to put it together, and, and he is. He's starting to. And I got to say, like, like going back to relying on on Dame time like this defense is looking so good during stretches that it gives you hope that eventually they're going to put it together and they're going to be an excellent defensive unit for the entirety of a game after game after game and just all season long mix that in with Dame time mix that in with CJ hitting buckets left and right yo you got a recipe for success if you ask me this team is still putting it together, which is absolutely scary for the rest of the league. Like, we're just getting started. Yeah, and, you and know, I, I see people tweeting out, like, I don't know who it was, but it was something like, and I'm paraphrasing, but something about give it 20 games. Well, what happens after 20 games? You give it 30 games. Well, what happens after 30 games? Then you give it 40 <laughs> games. Then what? Then you're just, then you're just spiraling downhill. Look. Oh my god. That's goodness. not happening. Right. That's not happening. Like, yeah, it may seem like it's taking longer than what most of us had expected, but look, it's been what? 16 games now? Well, I don't even want to say that most of us expected it to to start quick. I think just fans, you know, John Lukrofka said it, fans, it's it's short for fanatics, and fanatics mm-hmm. will literally it's like a mob mentality sometimes. So we're just, us as fans, sometimes we're really impatient. And guys, yeah. we've only played like, what, 14 games? Season is still early, my friend. It's still early. And this team is just starting to roll. So, I mean, good things are, are going to come. Oh, absolutely. And you know, speaking of good things to come, I want to talk about the Blazers and the Bulls that we just we just watched. But first, let's give you a word from our sponsor. The NHL season is underway and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has an unbelievable offer to celebrate the greatest sport on ice. New customers can bet just $1 on any NHL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a goal. Doesn't matter if it's a one-time clapper or a depth deflection, however they light the lamp, you win. 
Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Throw down $1 on any NHL game and win 100 in free bets if either team scores a goal. This week, one puck in the net nets you a big win with promo code TBPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, man. Hey, let's talk about the Blazers and Bulls. Blazers pull it out 112 to 107, and what a game it was. What a game, man. What a game. Ab- absolutely. Look, um, going into this game, we thought that maybe Dame and Norm might be out. Right. Uh, I mean, that's – look, LaCrofka even – I'm pretty sure he tweeted and said – that we may not have a chance with Dame and Norm out. John, boy, were you wrong. (laughs) (laughs) They came through. I tell you what, though, there were moments in this game where you thought the Blazers were down and out. I mean, at one point they were down 20 points, but these guys, you have got to be impressed by the grit and determination that this whole squad showed. I mean... Larry Nance Jr., let's, I mean, let's talk about him again. The dude was yeah. in the right place at the right time, always making the clutch plays. <laughs> Ro, right. talk me off this ledge right now. This guy is amazing. <laughs> I mean, Larry Nance Jr., well, first of all, let me just say, this game was the epitome of Jekyll and Hyde. <laughs> I really thought we were going to get ran out our own building, our own building in which we came into this game 6-1 and one at home. And oh, I was yeah. like, dude, this is going to be our second loss for the sure. The first half did not look good. They were clamping us down. They were more energetic than us. They were causing us to turn the ball over. They were hitting threes. They were doing everything right to basically take this game away from us. But the Blazers come back, and I think it's all because of Larry Nance, dude. His stamp on this game in that third quarter he came in was high energy, was getting steals, blocking shots and just causing havoc on the defensive end and not only that taking charges taking charges absolutely (laughs) not only that but he was able to put the ball in the freaking basket which dame and cj could not do for the life of them for the first half Mm -hmm. i mean combined they only had two points for two quarters that is absolutely ridiculous the ball would not fall into hoop it's unheard of Right. It really is. Like, like Dame and CJ have been in bad shooting slumps before. But I don't recall, at least in recent memory, Dame and CJ combining for, you said, four points? Two points. Two points. For two points and a half. I've never seen what? them... I've never seen them be cold together. Right? This was the first time I've that I could recall, like you said, that I've seen them go cold, absolutely cold together. But you know what? We were still in that game. Oh, yeah. Like, we had crawled back at halftime, I think, to about 11 points. Now, the start of the third, things got a little out of hand until Larry Nance came in. But still, dude, like, something clicked. Something clicked in that game. We got the juice back in the building after we were getting stops. And Mm -hmm. it was absolutely awesome. I'm also going to give some props to Chauncey here. Oh, you have to. He went zone. Mm-hmm. 
He went zone on a squad on a lineup that the Bulls put out there that couldn't shoot. So he put a, put a zone out, and he got three defensive stops in a row, which helped us build that momentum for the rest of the game. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I think, I mean, we tweeted out at the half that it's going to be interesting to see what uh, adjustments Chauncey's going to make, you know, after after the half. Yeah. And, you know, I think that was, that was a big part of it, is just the defensive changeup and, and the lineup adjustment. And I the mean, lineups, yeah. Dude, just having Larry out there. Just put him out there, man. He'll yeah. do something. You know, he will do something good. This is this is what great coaching does. Because literally the first few games of the season, or handful of games of the season, Larry Nance almost looked like an afterthought. Like, we just couldn't get mm-hmm. the man involved. And I'm sure Chauncey is, was looking at Larry Nance like, this guy is way too talented to not mm-hmm. involve him. And he's found a way to involve oh, yeah. him. Oh yeah, and, and I mean Larry was was that guy, and we talked about it with Antonio Harvey. Um, he's that guy that you know he's gonna be good. He just hasn't put it together yet. And I'm telling you, this game was his coming out party. Larry <laughs> Nance, Larry, yeah. I mean, especially this game though. Larry Nance is getting some more minutes, y'all. That yeah. guy, that guy has earned himself more playing time for sure. Um, what did he end up with? 16 points, 9 rebounds, 3 steals, 3 assists, 2 blocks. I mean, what what can the guy not do, you know? This guy right. is just he's just putting it together, man, and you love to see it. Um our our bigs, both of our bigs are doing work. I mean, Larry Nance mm-hmm. Jr. also Nurkic. You know, at times we had said that our best lineups include Larry Nance on the floor, and I have to yep. say at times when it was Larry and Rocco out there, it was impressive. I it mean, was the, nice. de- the deflections, the tips, <laughs> like just being in the right place at the right time, it looked great. You gotta include Powell in there, man. Those those three and their defensive IQ, like the best defenses move is one. Like they really mm-hmm. know how to rotate and communicate. And when those three are on the floor together, like it is like music. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, you, I was I was expecting to hear the Norman Powell chant over over the broadcast yeah. because, <laughs> yo, I was doing it in my living room. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what made me happy actually is that our our crowd started to get so loud because you know in that first half mm-hmm. you could hear, like audibly hear that there were Chicago Bulls fans mm-hmm. like in the stadium, and that second half you we could heard hear you, a- Aaron Fentress. You could hear a pin drop. <laughs> like those Bulls fans were not cheering whatsoever. Yeah. There was fear in their in those eyes. That's for sure. And it just felt good to come out with a win, man. Oh, it sure did, man. I mean, and, and you know, you got to hope that, that the Blazers are going to start stringing them together now because we yeah. need it. I mean, Rip City deserves it. Dame deserves it. CJ, like the whole squad deserves it. They're playing tough. They're playing hard. You know, Dame ended up with 22 points and, and 10 assists this this game. Excuse me, uh, which was, you know, if if you were to say that he would end up with a double double at the beginning of the game, you know, shoot at halftime, there'd be no way, right? <laughs> I did not up, think he was going to end up with 22 points. He, he ended up stringing scored, together a good game. He scored 20 points in the second half. <laughs> 
Yeah. He only had two. Yep. And look, and look, CJ had a had a rough night shooting, but you know he was doing some other stuff on the other end of the floor. You know he was looking decent defensively, um, but he ended up with nine points, five assists. Um, Powell had eighteen points, and that dude is he going to be part of that 50-40-90 club? Because he, he might be. Because that guy tonight shot fifty four and a half percent from the field, a hundred percent from three, a hundred percent. From free throws, <laughs> the guys. You know, I'm just bringing up his his percentages right now. I'm just gonna see what it, where is at. You, oh, I mean, you got to. I mean, he's he's been he's been pretty lights out all season. Uh, forty nine percent. So that's close to fifty there. Uh huh. Forty one point nine percent. Okay. His free throw percentage. Oh, it's at eighty. Ooh, okay. It's at eighty. So he's got to bring that up. But he's still close. Though. I mean, it's close, man. Yeah, like, it's close. When, yeah, I. You hope you hope it happens because ultimately that just makes the team that much better, that much more dangerous. You add that kind of firepower, ridiculous. But you know, Nurk strings together a pretty phenomenal game, if I have to say so myself. Like after after watching him uh, not do so good <laughs> against the Nuggets, against the Raptors, this man comes out. He plays with determination. Again, I, and, and I said before, the guys play with a lot of grit. Nurk was one of those players, man. He came out, he got 18 points, 12 rebounds. Uh, he, he looked good. I, I, I don't know how else to put it. Like, he just, he looked good. He looked like a good starting center. Yeah, and, and a steal and a block. Mm-hmm. And Nurkic, you know, I feel like he was almost a little Jekyll and Hyde for the game, too, to be honest. I felt like. He was a little slow in the first half, but I felt like that eventually he started to get like his sea legs under him. It's almost mm-hmm. like like he had to get going a little bit or kind of yeah. the, the flow was a little bit too hot mm-hmm. at the start of the game. Well, the Bulls were trying to push it. Yeah. I mean, they were getting out in transition. I think their fast break points um, like severely dominated ours. Which mm-hmm. shows you what type of team they want to be. They want to play good defense. Mm-hmm. They want to get stops, and they want to run. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately for Nurk, he can't run. No, he can barely <laughs> jump. <laughs> exactly, and that's where well, and that's where Larry Nance comes in. I, I, I'm exactly. sorry, I stole your thunder. But exactly. Yeah, that's exactly where Larry Nance can fit into that rotation and and shore up the defense in in that regards. And you know I. I'm excited because now we've got a couple of guys. Look, when Larry Nance is playing the five, we're, we're playing small ball, obviously. But we've got a couple of guys that will give different looks. You can plug these guys in against, you know, different looks like if, if, if you know, the, the Bulls were playing bigs. You know, if they had some bigs to throw out there against Nurk, you, you keep Nurk out there, obviously. Right. But if they start going, you know, small ball, they start playing fast and furious you got someone like nance that you can plug in there right away you know he's gonna make the right play or at least be in the right position i'm loving what i'm seeing yeah me too i think i think our rotations are are starting to kind of form Mm -hmm. and we're starting to build an identity and i think Mm -hmm. that's what we were lacking we were lacking that in the first you know handful of games of the season is that we didn't have an identity yet Yep. And you could see it forming, which is going to result in wins. And this was a big mm-hmm. one. This, this is was... probably 
the best win of the season? So far, yes. Look, the Bulls are no joke. What were they no. like? Like ten and ten and four or something coming into this game? Something ten like that. Ten and four. Okay. Ten and four, third in the East. <clears throat> okay, ten and four. You you beat the the third best team in the East, um, and you looked you looked pretty good doing it with your two stars having an off shooting night for most right. of the game. Like that's that's encouraging. Very to be honest. And another guy I want to talk about is Nasir Little, man. Like yes, he didn't please. he didn't put together anything like flashy <laughs> as far as stats go. He ended up with six points, seven rebounds, two blocks. But man, that stop on DeRozan late in the game. Oh yeah. Amazing. Look, oh yeah. It was good. He's one of those guys that just does the little things that help you win. He's like he's, Jerome Kersey. Yes, I need like to Jerome Kersey. I'm going to apologize to you, Tim. This is my public <laughs> apology. Antonio Harvey was completely right. You're completely right on this, at least for now. Okay, these past two games, he's showing it. He is absolutely a hustle guy like Jerome Kersey, who's going to get you wins. And that's I, what he did today. I appreciate that. And yes, <laughs> that that is his strength. Nobody's going to outwork him. Nobody. Nobody's going to out-hustle him. He's going to be in the mix every single time. There was, in fact, there was one play in particular, and I'm trying to remember who it was, but he goes up for a shot. It gets blocked or he misses or whatever. The first person to chase down the guy who was on a fast break was the same guy that tried to shoot it, Nasir Little. Did you see how fast that kid moved? He's fast, man. He's fast and is also long, like 7'2 wingspan. He used every bit of it to play great defense against this Bulls team. And we needed it desperately in the second half, and he showed up. Absolutely. And, and you know, him him and Nance on the floor, I, I love that. I, I like I the think, chemistry. I like know, the chemistry. You know, you, you said that our best lineups include Nance. I, I got to say, man, I think our best lineups include Nance and little at the same time oh man i i honestly do i'm i'm a little torn i'm a little torn with it i think i think you almost have to i think the ceiling is higher i think that's where we need to go i think the ceiling is higher with nasir with nasir little but i don't think he's super consistent yet or he hasn't shown that to me yet the more even and the more steady person rather than nasir would be roko and that's why I can't quite commit to that statement yet, but I see where you're going. I see what you're saying. I, I, I'm, I'm picking up what you're putting down, and I think what that is is that <laughs> you're giving up your seat as chairman of the Nasir Little fan club. Oh, no. Oh, no. And I it, it appears that I've taken over that <laughs> moniker. So it's okay. I Rest assured. Nas. I'm just saying. Rest assured the fan club uh-huh. is in good hands. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. I see what you did there. <laughs> hey, you lob it up. I'm gonna hit it. I'm gonna hit it out the it's park. True. Hey, real quick, let's let's just talk about the the lonely spool, the lonely bulls. Uh, they've got uh, Levine with, or I said Levine, didn't I? Levine. You Levine. Did. Yes. <laughs> Levine Avril, had thirty Avril points. Levine. Yep. Yep. Avril had thirty points, <laughs> two assists, six rebounds. Uh, he kind of seemed like he couldn't miss all night. He was hitting big shot after big shot after big shot. DeRozan yes. looked good, but you know what? They clamped him down in the second half. He ended up with 22 points, five assists. 
We got Caruso, the ex Laker legend. Uh, yes, the bald Mamba. The bald Mamba. 12 points, 9 assists. Uh, looks like 10 rebounds. Is that for real? Yeah. All right. Not bad. Not bad for a bald guy. <laughs> Shots fired. Wow. Shots fired to bald people. I, hey, I'm impressed. <laughs> I have to check that now. Am I, my, are you, I are you for real? He, he, for he almost real had a got, triple double. He for real got 10. Yes, that's right. He got 10 rebounds because four of them were offensive. Huh. We were just letting him get those offensive rebounds in, in the first half, man. Anyway. Go ahead. Interesting. Hey, man, I, I didn't even realize he was that close to a triple-double. That's crazy. Uh, and then Lonzo Ball, 17 points. You know, he was – he's good. He's a good player. I don't care he is. what – you know, all the haters out there can say, I, I still think he's he's a good player. This is the thing. All four of those players are good. Absolutely. All four of them are good. And we beat them. We did. We absolutely did. Uh, you know, next up – We've got the 76ers on Saturday. That should be an interesting one, man. Uh, That's true. It's I, I'll be real curious to see what the lineups look like for that game. Yeah, I think Embiid is injured, isn't he? Uh, was it injured or was it the COVID protocol? Oh, okay. I, I can't, think you're right. I can't recall, but... I think you're right. So, to, I, to be determined whether he's going to be yeah, in I for think, this game. Yeah, I, I don't think we're sure if he's going to be uh, back or not. But either way, look, the Sixers are still good without Embiid. Uh, yeah. We'll see what happens. We um, lost to them earlier this season. I mean, we, we were, let's we see did. here, 113 to 103. And I think they didn't have Embiid. They didn't. So, you know, time will tell. I think I like our chances, especially basing it off of the last two games. But, my man, that does it for this show. Thank you for joining me once again. And hopefully next time you come on, we'll have our full crew on here. But big shout out to my co-host, the Bay Area Blazer, Rosa Panta, the Basketball Podcast Network, DraftKings, and especially you, our listeners, Twitter followers, and bucket busters. You make it so easy to keep stepping up to this mic. Keep reaching out to us on Twitter, at BustedBucket, with your comments and questions. We love building community with you all. Don't forget to rate, follow, and subscribe if you're digging what we're saying. Be good to each other, Rip City. We'll catch you next time on the Busted Bucket Podcast. Thanks for listening. <laughs>